leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. And so just being able to, to make, make things happen, to, 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 to garner and to gather people so that they would want to be a part of whatever vision you have and to make it happen. Entrepreneurial Leadership. Special guest, Rika Harrison founder and board chairman of the Western North Carolina Minority Business Association. This is season two, episode 17. Minority businesses and business owners have some of the same challenges as other businesses. However, being a minority, we are faced with a variety of different challenges as well. Today, we'll have the founder of the WNC Minority Business Association to discuss this and more. Let's talk about it. Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast, Season 2, Episode 17. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development, and with us today, we have our special guest, Zarika Harrison. She is the uh, founder and executive director of the Western North Carolina Black Business Expo, an annual conference created to bring together local and regional businesses and entrepreneurs for three days for an educational workshop for educational workshops, networking events and a trade show. She's also the founder of the Western North Carolina Minority Business Association and owner of Pit to Palace Media a faith-based multimedia company. She's a native of Washington, D.C. and currently lives in Henderson County, well, uh, North Carolina, and uh, she has been a homeschooler for 16 years. So this is some uh, spotlight information I got from her feature uh, in the Envoy magazine. So welcome, Ms. Rika Harrison. Hi, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. So besides, you know, what I just shared here, tell us some more of who you are and what you do. Wow, you shared the gist of it. I'm really not that complicated. (laughs) (laughs) As you said, I'm a native Washingtonian. I lived in Western North Carolina for um, nine years now in August. And um, I was a homeschool mom for 16 years, and I, um, you know, because of the need for me to have flexibility in my schedule, um, I just, you know, kind of gravitated to entrepreneurship. I think it's always been in my blood. I've always come up, you know, when I was a teenager, I came up with, with a lot of different businesses. And, um, but yeah, so it, it allowed me, entrepreneurship allowed me the flexibility I needed to be a homeschool mom and to be there for my kids. So um, outside of that, as you mentioned, I am the founder and chair of the Western North Carolina Minority Business Association, um, the founder and and executive director of the Western North Carolina Black Business Expo. And I'm also an advertising associate for the Tribune Papers, which is a local sisterly newspaper in Western North Carolina. Um, I am on the editorial board of The Envoy, which is a new minority-based magazine. And and as you mentioned, um, also, I have a media company called Pizza Palace Media. So that's essentially (laughs) mostly about 
about what I'm doing and uh, who I am. Great, great. I also see that you have uh, like more than 20 years experience working in the private sector and as an entrepreneur, uh, utilizing your management consultation, uh, your team building, professional development and strategic implement implementation skills. So how, how has that been working for you um, here in Western North Carolina with all of that experience behind you? Wow. Well, you know, because I was an entrepreneur, I had my I tried, you know, a lot of different businesses and some were successful and some were just seasonal um, in terms of where I was in my life. I've had a publishing company. I've published um, books, including my own. I have done, um, ran a pro you know, I started a property management company and I managed over 22 single um, family homes for a, um, a wealthy uh, investor out of California. I have done accounting and bookkeeping businesses. I have, you know, done um, some tutoring services. I've, I've done a little bit of it all. And when you, when you work in different fields and you, and especially if you're starting them, um, you, you become, I, I think, adept at dealing with just different kinds of people. Everyone has different personalities. All of the clients I had and the vendors I would deal with and different people, all of them had different, you know, personalities and needs and wants. And so you learn to familiarize yourself with, you know, just, just being able to provide the best services you can um, for, for those individual people. So I think that has helped me a lot with um, my job at the newspaper and with the expo, dealing with different vendors and speakers and, and sponsors and uh, just in life in general, you know, just being able to, to, to get along with different people and also um, kind of figure out what it is, to, you know, their needs are and hopefully meet them. Excellent. Excellent. So um, now as it relates to the Black Expo that you're going to be putting on here uh, in, in Western North Carolina, what is uh, the Black Expo? What is a Black Expo? <laughs> well, the Western North Carolina Black Business Expo is a three-day event. Um, it's taking place in April on April 8th through 10th, 2022 in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, it will include, as you said, a networking social event, multiple workshops led by some prominent business leaders, a day-long vendor trade show, and some phenomenal keynote speakers. Um, we have we have four um, really just dynamic, um, very well-known speakers coming to the expo. So I'm super excited. And how this all started is. Um, when I joined the Tribune Papers, I was um, uh, I did advertising for them, and I came to them in 2020, and I said, "Hey, could we do a supporting Black-owned businesses campaign?" Um, you know, that's in the height of COVID, and and people were a lot of business owners that I met. They were restructuring. You know, so say if they had a restaurant pre-COVID they might have changed that over to a food truck in order to be sustainable. And also um, with the different um, other businesses, 
They were just restructuring how they did businesses and a business, and they needed people to know that they were still there and still out there. Um, and a lot, you know, a lot of times, small businesses in general, black, white, they don't really have a marketing advertising budget. Um, and if and if they do print advertising certainly is very expensive. And so I just wanted to make it affordable for, and to be helpful during COVID to, to, to help them get their messages out there, their call of actions to say, hey, we're still in business or we're opening up a business, you know? And so I went to my bosses at the Tribune and asked them, could we do this campaign and make it affordable? And they were on board. And so I started, I went to the chamber in Henderson County and they didn't really have a lot of black businesses listed or a part of the chamber. So I did my own research and I've discovered within Henderson County alone, there were 130 um, black businesses. And I guess out of that 130, I connected with about 60 business owners and um, we did our campaign. And, uh, you know, through the course of me, them becoming my clients, me getting to know them, I, I would suggest, I, I said to a few of them, I said, have you guys, why don't you participate in the chamber or have you guys ever participated in an expo? And, um, you know, they had, of course, some of them have thought about doing an expo, but it never came to fruition. And uh, they, they overall thought it was a good idea. And so, you know, months passed, months passed. And I said, you know what, I'm going to spearhead this. I think I can do this. And one of the first things that I knew I, off the top is that if we did this thing, um, you know, because one is the first one to be done in this area, but I wanted to just do it well. I wanted it to be, I wanted to have, be packed with value. And so um, the first thing, one of the first things I did, I was, I called a, and I don't want to mention the name right now. I can't sure. actually, but I, I wanted keynote speakers. I wanted to get some just really dynamic keynote speakers. And so I started to put out fillers in there. And, and then I, you know, I was a, I was fortunate enough to, to be able to connect with some and, and get them signed on. I also knew that I wanted to partner with community foundations like Mountain BizWorks and um, the Asheville Chamber of Commerce and, and other different businesses in order to help me, you know, because this is a big, this is a big endeavor. And I wanted to utilize what they were good at. So Mountain BizWorks, for instance, is running lead on um, the workshops and 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 is helping because that's what they do um, you know as a as a funding organization and an organization that helps other um, small businesses they they have a lot of workshops and so I just started to connect with different um, community leaders and different community organizations and pull them in to partner with us to, to really make this a good um, expo that, that has some value and that people would come out just feeling like they, they knew, they learned something that they didn't know or they made connections that they wouldn't have. And um, so that, that's really the purpose of this expo. Excellent. That's that's powerful. Yeah, I'm quite sure you're going to have some great, great people there. Yeah. Um, yeah. To 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 give some uh, added value uh, to us. And so, um, as you mentioned something about COVID, you know, just a side question: uh, How has COVID impacted your business? Well, of course. 
you know, when you're in the business of fundraising, you know, trying to get sponsors and people are just trying to kind of fill out what the next step is, it's it's hard. It's hard to fundraise. It's hard to to um, ask people for money, to be honest with you, because they are just trying to stay afloat a lot of times. Um, But I've been really fortunate to have a lot of local support from the local businesses here. I, I just I have been overwhelmed by their response to help and support this expo. So I'm, I'm, I've been really happy, but still, you know, it is a challenge and putting on something like this is, um, you know, is costly. And, and that's why I'm so adamant about making sure that we have the, you know, we are one frugal and that we use, that we have the best resources possible, that it really is a great occasion. So people can feel like if they donated, if they've gotten, they've gotten, they feel like they've gotten what they put in. Um, but other than that, um, you know, also, you know, now the restrictions are coming back up where you have to mask up. So I, I was thinking if I had it in 2022, this concept came to me in 2020, if we had it in 2022, that, you know, we would be done with all the masks and all of the COVID stuff, but here we are again. So, yeah. you know, I'm just prayerful. I'm just prayerful that by April of next year, we'll have it all sorted out and, and everyone can come out. And um, I, I, if, if we have to make it a hybrid kind of event, we will. But I would, I would love to just see the faces, see the, the pretty black and white faces come out and all, you know, come and support the expo. So, Yeah, excellent. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, so this being a, a leadership development um, or a leadership podcast, you know, what is your and by the way, uh, you're really exemplifying excellent leadership. Um, so based on, you know, I guess my definition. So but I want to get to know what what is your definition of leadership? Wow. You know, there are many. I, over the years, I've heard so many different definitions of leadership. <laughs> Um, but essentially, you know, leadership is just the ability of an individual or group of individuals to influence and motivate people to act toward a goal. OK, so but um, th- there's this guy named Warren Bennis. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And I love his definition because it's, it's simply stated. It's he, he says that leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. Mm. You know, it's it's it's. It's, I'm going to say it again for your audience. Leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. And so just being able to, to make, make things happen, to, 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 to garner and to gather people so that they would want to be a part of whatever vision you have and to make it happen. Um, I think that's good leadership. And of course, you know, there are so many aspects to that. It's not that simple, but you know, it's just just being able to motivate and encourage people to work toward the same vision. Yeah, that's excellent perspective. And I'm glad you said that it's just not that cut and dry. Uh, yeah. You know, because it, it really isn't. And nothing never really is. Um, <laughs> you know, it yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because we, we can see the tip of the iceberg, but we don't see the bottom that that all of that ice, you know, is there creating that buoyancy for that huge object to actually exist in in such a great mass body of water so right uh, yeah excellent perspective so uh for uh 
Wow. So for our audience, you know, we have a lot of people out there that's, you know, have some great ideas, um, but just don't know how to bring those ideas into existence. Um, you know, great leadership uh, ideas, uh, entrepreneurial ideas. So my question to you is for those people that are listening and for those that are challenged, right, as leaders, can, can you give our audience three leadership tips? Well, yes, and, and that's a great question, Jason. Um, and of course, there are so many different leadership tips that, you know, that, that can be given. But I think for me, the first thing is understanding your leadership style. Mm. Um, because, you know, you know, are you authoritarian? Are you participative? Are you um, delegative? Um, are, you know, do you, do you prefer to just like tell people what it is and, and then they go do it or, or, you know, you kind of, you kind of do everything on your, by yourself and like just delegate a little bit of, of stuff or do you like the participation of, you know, the whole group and do you like to hear input? Or do you just like to give it all to other people to do, you know? And so if you know that um, style, if you, if you have a sense of your style of, of leadership, um, you can determine if, if those qualities are helping or hindering you. Because I think there's a time and place for them all, you know? Yeah. For instance, if, if you are on a short deadline, it may help that you have an authoritarian leadership. You don't have to wait for your staff um, to get stuff done because you know how to do exactly what it is you're telling them to do and you can get it done, right? And there are, there are certainly seasons and times where that, I mean, if, I think if you plan right, that shouldn't be the, 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 um, the case, but sometimes things come up and you just need to be able to, to handle it and know what you're, what you're doing. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of times, I don't know, I, I've, I had a teenager um, before one of my daughters, they went to their one of their first jobs and uh, the leadership was there, it was very delegative. They, they just, they didn't do any explaining, any training. They just said, hey, go make it happen, you know? And so sometimes that's okay. Um, because then people will rise to the occasion. You can see what they're working with. But sometimes things need to be explained. Um, uh, goals need to be set. Vision needs to be um, mandated. And so, you, you know, what, that's an example of how you, you need to kind of know what it is. Who, and, and, of course, with, the, with that kind of approach as well, there are times where you have very qualified experts under you. And all you have to say is, I need this and this done. And then they go do it. And, and they are capable and you're fine. Um, and then for the, the other type, the participative type, that's the type that studies say um, have, have the most success. When you as a leader, you set forth your vision and, and you kind of set the tone for it. And then you get input back. Um, from from the members of your team and you allow that input to maybe influence you if it's good, you know, so making it a team effort. So just knowing that kind of um, what style of your leadership is, is, I think is essential. It just helps you kind of be able to measure where you need to, what you need to work on as a leader and what you, what, what your strengths are. Um, the second one is just to be clear about your vision. You know, it's nothing like following somebody when they don't know where they're going. Okay. Mm, and mm, the Bible mm, calls mm. that 
the blind leading the blind, right? <laughs> Hold on for a second. Please okay. say please say that again. Okay. <laughs> it's the part about, you know, just being clear about your vision. Yeah, you go. Okay. And, yeah. And, and it's nothing like, you know, following someone when they don't know where they're going. And the Bible calls that the blind leading the blind. You have to know what, what you're doing. You know, what are you trying to accomplish? What will it take to accomplish that? You need to know that before you ask other people to, to follow through on it. What are you trying to do and how is the, what is the best approach to do it? So just being really clear about your vision. You know, sometimes, and I'm one of these big, I think really big, you know, long-term. Um, and so that's when I need people um, and I've had people in my life now that they say, okay, Rika, I love that vision, but how are we going to, how are we going to break this down? Let's break this down, honey. You know, that's how are we going to accomplish each task? And, um, and so you need, you need people like that, but they have to know what you're working toward in the first place. Um, and then the next thing is just, and I think this goes for business and personal relationships is to lead by example. You know, if you are doing the very things that you are requiring of your subordinates, of your um, staff, of the members of your team, um, then they're, they're more likely to do it. You know, if you expect punctuality, you need to be punctual. If yeah. you demand professionalism, efficiency, then be those things. Because people, you know, what is, what is that old saying? More is caught than taught. You can mm. tell people all day something but it's what they see you doing you know with our children that's what they'll follow and that's the same with just being a leader people will follow what it is you do if they see their their leader bringing forth excellence then they're going to feel compelled to bring forth excellence and wow. um, so those are my those are my top three and of course you know um if i could add a few to it effectively um, I'm big on encouraging innovation and creativity. You know, I love to hear new ideas and new ways of thinking that I haven't thought about, you know, and that's why working in a team is so great because everyone brings different experiences and backgrounds to the table. And so I love encouraging innovation and creativity. And then, you know, being passionate about what you're doing, that goes to vision. But if you're passionate about it and people see that you're, you know, maybe, you know, killing the midnight, oh, you're working hard and you're, you're really, um, you're just really excited about it, then that, that brings them up and that makes them more excited about it. So. Excellent. Excellent. You, Hey, look, you, you're a phenomenal person and, and you're very inspirational. And so thank you very much uh, for uh, what you're sharing with our audience today. Do you have any uh, closing comments and contact information and, you know, how, how can people, uh, you know, just get in contact with you and help you out with whatever you're doing? Well, thank you. And thank you so much again, Jason, for allowing me to be on. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I just tell everyone, don't ever think that you don't have what it takes to do what it is that you want to do. You have everything you need to be to do everything you want to do. And I know that that seems very simplistic. And it doesn't mean you have all the resources, all the money, all the talent. But you have, if you have a, a vision of what you want to do, that's half the battle. 
Now you just got to go in gear and make it happen. So just just don't don't be um, don't be discouraged by your lack of whatever it is, because um, other people and and prayer and God, they can he they can all make up for that lack. But you just have to be able to have the courage to to try something new. Um, in terms of how to reach me, um, you can reach me at um, www.wncblackexpo.com. And I'm also on Facebook under the Western North Carolina Minority Business Association. We're still in need of um, sponsors. We're in need of, um, I, I have a few slots for vendors for the expo. Um, we need volunteers galore and we need prayer. So whatever you, you know, you just want to um, contact me and, and, and just, you know, find out some more information about us and how you can attend, that would be great. And um, I, I appreciate you and your audience. Very good. And we appreciate you as well. And listen, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, definitely plan to participate and attend uh, as, as well. So uh, and listen, once again, thank you so much for being our honored guest today on the Leadership Is podcast. And you have a great day. You as well. Bye. Are you promoting the right people into leadership positions? How do you know? How do you measure the outcome you're looking for? Listen, let us help you. Please visit www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com and request a half hour conversation so we can help you with all of your leadership development needs. Oh, always remember, leadership is influence and service. Hey, thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast Season 2, Episode 17, with our special guest, Miss uh, Rika Harrison, the founder and board chairman of the Western North Carolina Minority Business Association, also of the uh, Black uh, Western North Carolina Black Expo. Um, she gave us three excellent leadership tips. Number one, understanding your leadership style. And she was going over as far as... Um, really exploring the idea of the authoritarian of the authoritarian uh, type of leadership style and some of the pros and cons of that style number two she says be clear about your vision be clear about your vision she states that one of the worst things in the world is to follow someone who doesn't know where they're going following someone who doesn't know where they're going that's like she said the blind leading the blind and then number two i mean number three pardon me she says lead by example lead by example and we've had many leaders on this podcast to talk about that exemplary leadership or leading by example that example means your physical actions as well as your communication so thank you so much for that, Ms. Harrison. Uh, here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your company with identifying and developing your leadership bench. If you would like to have a conversation about us doing a presentation or keynote at your next event or about your leadership bench, including helping you develop one, please do not hesitate to reach out to us via email at info at jmleadershipdevelopment.com or give us a call, 828 Three 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 seven two three four, and we will respond promptly. 
In the meantime, please subscribe and give us a good review for this podcast on many podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and more, under the name Jason A. Muhammad slash Leadership Is. You also may follow us on social media. Twitter is at LeadershipJM. Facebook and Instagram is JM Leadership Development. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.